0: Let's get right to the questions. The first one is this, when you were a child and you felt angry, sad, or scared at anything your parents did or said, in that moment, did you express yourself? Could you have a conversation with them? In my experience, that was almost impossible. Most parents it, never wanted to hear our thoughts and feelings, especially when their thoughts or feelings were elevated. That was when we got told, no, get to your room. I don't want to talk about it. The the, the discussion was over because I'm the parent. You're going to do what I say. Boom, like all that shame and anger comes out. That's a sure sign you were raised by a codependent parent. And it's a sure sign that you suffered trauma. Those are traumatic experiences as a child. Question number two. Families have a lot going on. Do you see how having a secret shows both trauma and codependence? And here's why. If you have secrets, it means you want to keep the peace. And if you want to keep the peace, if you're the child, whether you're six years old or 60 years old, do you see what the impact of that? The six year, That means it was the six-year-old's job to keep the peace in the family. Oh my god, think of the responsibility for a 6-year-old to keep the secret of what I think, feel, believe about the world, what I want to do. If I kept the secrets about the the family dynamics and who did who to, you know, who did what to whom, when we as a child have to keep the secrets. And even if we're an adult child and we're keeping secrets, that's a sure sign of abuse and codependence. Because now, even if you're 60 years old, you still feel it's your job to keep your parents and family together. And even more devastating is it is your job to swallow the pain of the secret to keep your parent happy because the parent can't navigate those feelings. They don't have the skills and tools to navigate their difficult feelings. That's part of why number one, when you felt angry, sad, and scared, they got big and powerful and squashed you because of their own shame attack. And so you learn, I better not share. I better keep my thoughts and feelings and actions and who I really am. I better keep it a secret. I better not share. Otherwise, it's going to trigger my parents' shame and they're going to squash me. right, so it can be the secret about your own thoughts, feelings, and actions, which I haven't met anybody who doesn't have secrets from their parents. All right, and um, also the family secrets, the less than perfect, and in many cases, the awful things that went on in your household, and you're keeping the secret so as to protect your parents. That's a sure sign of trauma and codependence. Number three, right now, in this moment, could you pause this video? Don't you dare pause it. <laughs> Sorry, sidebar. That just totally got a flashback. I have to put this in. <laughs> this was 30 years ago. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning when there were used to be just three channels. And I was in Canada going to school and I just flip on the TV and what was his name? He was a preacher. Because remember at three o'clock in the morning, that's all you'd ever get was just, you know, preachers selling something. and. Oh, I can see him with the jet black hair. And and I lean forward to change the channel. And out of nowhere, like out of nowhere, he goes, don't change that channel. <laughs> I was like, man, you are good. Like he just totally, like the timing was perfect. So Robert, I go, man, maybe I'll remember the name. But anyway, let's get back to what's important, codependence and whether you're raised codependently. Um, in this moment, could you sit and have an open, honest discussion with your parents about their perfect imperfections as a parent. Could you just sit outside over a cup of coffee and tell war stories? And for them to go, oh my gosh, you're right. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I would like to have done that different. Or no, I don't remember that one. Wow, that sounds really hurtful. If you can't do that, that's a sure sign you suffered trauma and you were raised by a codependent parent. All right, number four, do you currently minimize, excuse, or justify your parents' parenting of you? They're perfectly imperfect parenting of you. Now this most often looks like this. People will go, no, 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 I, I don't do that. And they'll tell the story of their parents of, well, I mean, I'll use my parents as an example. So somebody who minimizes and justifies will tell the story similar to this they'll go well my parents were only 16 and 18 and my dad you know he was beat to death as a kid and you know since they were such children they they did the best they could they didn't mean to hurt us and my mom didn't mean to be an alcoholic um but you know that's just the way it was back then and there's not much they can do about it so While all of that is true and all of that is kind and loving and to bring out the truth of how times were different and my parents were young and doing the best they can, the problem is, is the underlying sense of that is my parents aren't aren't to blame. See, we would get really hung up. And I'm going to talk about this in another video, how society has created codependence. And this is part of it, that if we ever, speak truth, and this is truth, about our parents' imperfections, we're somehow blaming them. And that means we're somehow dishonoring them. And that's just not true. I'll get into depth more on that on another video. But so in the process of doing that, this is where we keep the secret. This is where we become codependent because now we're invested in protecting them. That's not our job. It is a parent's job to protect the child. It is not the child's job. And so you know you're codependent if you're still protecting your parents. And so the biggest way we do that is we use the word, but instead of the word and. So we say, yeah, but. Yeah, but my parents went through this. Yeah, but they did the best instead of yes, So there's the acknowledgement, yes, they were young, the times, they didn't know better, all these different things. Yes, that's empathy and that's truly loving. And they chose not to be responsible. And they chose not to hire counselors. And they chose not to hire counselors for themselves and heal themselves. And that's the difference. It's not but, it's and. And so if you're, and that's how you'll know if you're minimizing, justifying and condoning and in denial about your parents' perfect imperfections and you're still codependently carrying all of their pain is if when you tell the story of their perfect imperfections, you use but, and you don't use and followed by responsibility and truth because that's love. When we don't tell the truth, We are harming our parents, we are harming ourselves. We are not authentic and we are codependent. That is a sign of abuse and trauma and codependency is when we take responsibility for somebody else's responsibility, okay? All right, finally, uh, number five. Have you ever found yourself saying these two phrases, I could have or I should have? I think we all have said those many times. Well, that's a sign of shame and codependence. Uh, Codependence, one of the hallmarks of codependence is the inability to stay in reality. Think of all of these things. What is hiding a secret? I can't live in reality. We can't talk about these things. What was number three? We can't have a conversation. We can't be in reality. What is number four? Minimize and justify. We are lying about what really happened. We won't hold our parents responsible, that's a denial of reality. When we're angry, sad, and scared, that's shame-based. We had to swallow it, and therefore we had to swallow reality, all right? So whenever we say, I should have, what that means is "I'm I'm not accepting of this reality that I just wasn't capable of doing it. See, somebody who's not codependent recognizes we're human That's the essence of humanity is is I'm fallible. I will make mistakes. And so instead of, oh, I shouldn't have done that, it's, eh, did the best I could. I'm still trying, I'm just human, working my way through it. And here's the difference. This is what I had to learn to say. I would have liked to have done that differently. Not I should have, or I could have. I would have like to. And I'm going to keep working on it because I want to do that better. Alright? Should is a shame-based statement. So is could. They are both a denial of, the, of reality. The child learned that they only had worth if. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If they accomplished it. That's why it's codependent. That's why it's shame-based. Is when we say I should have or I could have, that means I'm only of worth when I accomplish it, not in my attempting of accomplishing it. Do you see that? It's tied to that. So my worth is only justified once I accomplish it. That's why it's an if statement or an if proposition, all right? And so when we find ourselves saying should or could, that's a sign of childhood trauma, that's a sign of codependence. Now, ultimately, that to me shows Every single one of us have been traumatized in childhood and struggle with codependence. Nobody on this planet can get through those five questions. And that's, to me, at least in my reality, I want you to keep yours. Um, That's that's a disease, dis-ease, that has permeated society. And we're all stuck in it. Now, to me... I personally believe that those conditions are abusive parenting. It's a sign we've all been through abuse. I know this is tough to hear, and this isn't to blame parents. This is to get into truth and reality. And here's why I I personally consider it abusive. Because it ruins the relationship with ourselves and our ability to have relationship with others. Think of your relationship with yourself. Do you shame the heck out of yourself? Do you have low self-worth? Are you struggling with an addiction? Or conversely, are you falsely empowered? Because I can hear those people going, no, I don't do any of that. They'll jump right up. No, I love myself. Like they are so quick. That's the grandiose. See that the falsely empowered person, That what, see our society doesn't realize that the most successful, the high achievers that people think are not codependent are the, in many cases, the most codependent and the most shame-based people. There's a terrible misunderstanding that codependence is only the disempowered, you know, meek person who gets run over. Yes, that is one side of the codependent scale, the disempowered codependent. But there's a converse to that, the falsely empowered and these are the most successful people on our planet. These are the most attached, grandiose, arrogant they don't they won't talk about feelings they don't feel they need to. They are completely separate from this. They can leave relationships like that not feel anything. They'll jump to this and go they won't accept it. these can be parents and everything and I'm gonna I have videos coming up where I really get into this because nobody not I have never seen, other than Pia Melody, a teacher talk about this side of the dynamic. And if you don't know about the disempowered, you, you're missing 50% of codependence. And that's why so many people mischaracterize a narcissist as a codependent or a codependent as a narcissist. They get them mixed up because they're not aware of this dynamic. They look very similar, but they're but they are not the same, okay? So I see this, this codependence and the inability to get through these five questions as proof that we went through less than nurturing. Uh, I'm using Pia Melody's words here, less than nurturing and abusive parenting. And again, I personally believe it's abusive because it destroys our relationship with ourselves and our ability to have a relationship with others. So look through your life, How many divorces have you been through? How dysfunctional and toxic are your relationships? That's proof. See, that's, that's how costly. And we go, oh no, this isn't abusive. They didn't hit me. Or if they did, I deserved it. There's the minimization. It's not affecting me, it is. The proof that it's abusive and codependent and affecting you is those two things, your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. So I'm going to read to you from, straight from codependent uh, um, facing codependence, Pia Melody, because we have such a distorted view on what healthy parenting is. And this is going to be tough to hear. None of this is to blame parents. This is just to bring truth and reality so we can have a better relationship with ourselves have a better relationship with others and repair the relationship with our parents. And parents, when you hear this, you probably will feel a shame attack. And I want you to know this, the shame you feel, because you're going to go, Ooh, and you're not going to want to let the truth in. That's your parents who dumped that shame into you. That's not yours. You're carrying their pain and you shouldn't have to do that. Okay. So this is what she says. In reality, What we tend to call normal parenting very often isn't healthy for the child's development. It is less than nurturing or abusive parenting. For example, many people think the range of normal parenting includes hitting a child with a belt, slapping a child across the face, screaming at a child, calling a child names, having the child sleep with them, or being nude in front of a child who is older than the age of three or four or they think it's acceptable to require small children to figure out a way to deal with life situations and problems themselves, rather than providing a concrete set of rules for social conduct and some basic problem-solving techniques. Some parents also neglect to teach basic hygiene, such as bathing, daily grooming, the use of deodorants, dental care, removing dirt and stains and body odor from clothes, and how to keep them mended expecting the child to know somehow on their own. Some parents think that if children are not given rigid rules and swift, severe punishment for breaking them, the children will become juvenile delinquents, teen, unwed mothers, or drug addicts. Some parents, after making a mistake, such as punishing a child in error, because the full facts were not clear at the time of the punishment, would never apologize to the child for the mistake. Such parents conceive that an apology would be seen as showing weakness that might undermine the parent's authority, falsely empowered. Some parents believe, perhaps unconsciously, that children's thoughts and feelings have little validity because the children are immature and need training. These parents respond to a child's thoughts and feelings by saying, you shouldn't feel that way, or I don't care if you don't want to go to bed. You're going because it's good for you. They believe they're training the child in a functional way. Still other parents swing to the complete opposite extreme and overprotect their children, not making the children face the consequences of their own abusive and dysfunctional behavior. Such parents are often very intimate with their children, using them for confidence and sharing secrets beyond the children's level of development. This too is abusive. That's what creates a falsely empowered codependent. Many of us who were raised in homes where this kind of behavior was common, grew up in the delusion that what happened to us was normal. And appropriate. Our caregivers encouraged us to believe that our problems arose because we didn't respond appropriately to what happened to us, keeping the secrets, being responsible for them, for our parents. And many of us arrived in adulthood filled with baffling feelings and with a distorted way at looking at what happened in our family of origin. We got the idea that the way our families behaved toward us was correct and our caregivers were good. This meant by unconscious deduction that since we weren't happy or comfortable with some things that went on in our childhood, we were therefore the problem and we were not good. Also, we apparently couldn't please our parents by being what we were naturally. This delusion that the abuse was normal and we were wrong locks us into the disease of codependence with no way out. Now think about it. Think of when I said, using but instead of and, that's where we are. We're letting our parents off the hook. We think we're bad. That last paragraph, man, that just makes my stomach flip because that's how I hear people. Even ones that are so-called taking responsibility, they still don't want to take, they still take on too much they still harbor their parents' pain, okay? So the key for you to look at are those five questions. And if you have a difficult relationship with yourself or with others, that's proof that you're codependent. It's proof that you suffered less than nurturing parenting and in my my belief, abusive parenting. Also here and now we're gonna talk about the links, please. Um, I'm gonna put in the description of this video, the link to the adverse childhood experience study. It's a landmark study that was done that you real quick assessment over 70% this what this shows is over 70% of us have been through really what is pretty heavy trauma all right now this isn't the simple stuff this is pretty severe 70% of us it's proof seven like I know seven out of ten of you have been through really severe trauma which affects your health your relationships everything all right so we need to get into reality as a society that we're all traumatized and that we're all codependent. That's why I'm offering this for you to go take that quiz so you can get in reality of how many adverse childhood experiences you suffered. And you'll see the correlations. You'll see it'll tie right into your health, right into your relationship, everything. We become our childhood. If, you're, if your life is a struggle, it is a direct correlation to your childhood in almost every instance. Okay, and so this is to help inform you and break down that denial that we have around our parents' perfect imperfections. This is not to blame parents. This is to love parents. I'm just bringing truth. It's just truth. They're perfectly imperfect. They adore us and they make a lot of mistakes and that's okay. They shouldn't be any different. They couldn't be any different. It might, maybe it would have been nice had they known all this stuff. I don't know. I don't even know if that's true. I'm just trying to create relationship of my thought is, I wonder what it would be like if we talked about this stuff openly and honestly. Is it possible we would have better relationships? We've never tried it. Why don't we give it a shot? That's my thought. We've done it the other way and it obviously isn't working, so. Take that under consideration. Uh, Again, I'm going to leave you the link so you can see how many adverse childhood experiences you experienced. Also, please sign up for my free masterclass at www.thegreatnessyou.com. Your journey to emotional mastery, inside of that is a codependent questionnaire. That will really, it really breaks down which side, are you falsely empowered, disempowered, adapted, wounded child, which I'm going to get to in more videos, like you really get a deep understanding of how your parents' perfect imperfections is showing up in your adult life and impacting your relationship with yourself and your ability to have a relationship with others. Finally, please, if you have learned about codependence and you are not familiar with Pia Melody's work, then in my personal opinion, you don't know about codependence. You know about 50% of it, and if and she is, I've never seen anyone else talk about the falsely empowered. And if you don't know about this and her model of how she talks about codependence, I believe you are vastly hurting yourself with your understanding of how codependence really works and how to heal and grow. She's fantastic. So please pick up her book, Facing Codependence, to help you navigate and work through your own traumatic childhood and get into reality. My book really helps you conquer the shame and denial portions, all right? I discovered something called the worst day cycle, which I lay out here. Just like codependence, we all live our life this way. This is part of the recovery journey to live in our authentic self and um, live a life of safety and connection. So I encourage you to pick up my book, Your Journey to Success, all right? If you think this will help somebody, please share it. Please leave me your comments and as always, Enjoy the journey.